Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. Welcome to another episode of the New England Society of Geeks. Uh, this is going to be another episode of our monthly comics cast. So, of course, as always, I have brought with me uh, the cosmic comic guru, Dario. Hey, everybody. And the world's greatest sidekick, Paul. What's up, guys? Drum roll. <laughs> Actually, it'd be more like... Uh... Find the Batmobile's polish. All right, let's get on with this. <laughs> All right, so as always, we're going to start with some comic book reviews. So who would like to go first? I can go first. Oh, right. I uh, See, I don't have a whole lot this week. It feels like the last month of comics has been pretty late as far as mm. you know, I mean, I stuff to read. <clears throat> Honestly, I haven't been down to the comic book store yet this month. Yeah, I noticed. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> yeah, what happened to showing up yesterday to meet me there? Yeah, what about that? I saw no. Derek show up. I was there. We both we, we both stood like next to each other and we're looking. Like the door would open and hear beep beep beep. Is that is that Paul? Is it? Oh, it's not. Yeah. Derek was telling me that. I'll to get tell my hopes you. Up. I'll tell you after. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. <laughs> All right. So the first book I'm going to review is, uh, as I often review, is another DC comic. Um, this is from their Wonder Comics line, and it's their what I feel is their title, their title like flagship, not Naomi. The flagship. Flagship. Naomi is really their flagship title, but for me, it's Wonder Twin. Wonder Twin. Yeah. Come on, everybody, gasp! <gasps> there you go. <laughs> so let's see. The writers on this on this book are Mark Russell, and um, he's the only writer on this book. And the Ooh. artist is Stephen Byrne. And I've had a bunch of people come to the store and pick it up, thinking it was just going to be a throwaway book. And so far, everybody that's read it has enjoyed it. Really? It's, uh, it's not. It doesn't take itself super seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, Zan and Jaina were, uh, brought to earth, uh, Superman somehow knows their parents. Uh, they have powers on their planet, the changelings, just like they were in super, in, in the super friends, uh, you know, the same powers, same powers, uh, Zan can become water <laughs> and Jaina can become a- any animal. And, uh, so he Yay. says, why don't you come to earth and we'll put them through our school system and we can train them in, as members of the league or they don't call themselves super friends yet. I don't know if they're super friends. But uh, it's just super funny. I mean, just watching them try to deal with uh, high school mm-hmm. and and also, you know, interacting with all the adult heroes. Like, they're in, Superman says, oh, this is our original meeting room. Uh, we don't really use this that much anymore. He goes, and that's uh, that was our original computer. You know, we used to, we used to call it the supercomputer. <laughs> it's, the, it's the supercomputer from the cartoon. And Superman's like, we don't, we don't use that for anything now. It's up to listen to music. Come on, admit it. The only thing funny about that is because you probably find... Find Aquaman still at the controls. No, there's Hawkman's at the controls. <laughs> like they, they walk in and Hawkman's like, like Superman, we found the body in the park. And Zen is new to Earth, so he's just congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> Superman's like, uh, that's not a congratulations moment. <laughs> nice. But um, the over the the background villain story is Mixoplik is attacking. So 
they're going to high school, and every once in a while on the TV, you see Super Friends fighting Mixoplex, and it's kind of <laughs> like like the classic episode. Oh yeah. Okay. And then and then finally Mixoplex shows up. Oh yeah. Now the Super Friends decide they can either trick him to saying his name backwards, what they think, which they think is stupid, or they can build this device to send him back to his home dimension that has a one percent chance to ripping the universe in half. But <laughs> they're willing to take that risk. Hey, it's only one percent. <laughs> that ain't so that's not uh, bad. The Super Friends run off to try and build the thing, and then Mixoplex shows up at the Super Friends headquarters, and uh, Jaina tricks him into saying his name backwards in like one second. She's just like, I don't even know how that was hard. We just, <laughs> we just did it. <laughs> but it, it was a fun comic. I mean, if it stays like this, it'll be one of the ones that I get, because it's so a simple read. Do they have the monkey? Well, not yet, but he's on the cover. Uh, he's, yes. hiding in the, uh, he's hiding in the locker. Uh, oh, isn't that cute? Yes, yes, yes. So I don't know why he wasn't in the first issue, but he's going to be. Zan has the, has the nickname Thunderlust. He uh, he was telling Jaina how he wanted to get like a like a high school nickname. I just turned to the page where they say it. <laughs> once once you get a high school nickname, it's it's it, you know it, it solidifies you as to what kind of person you are, and it can mm-hmm. be great. So he's got all these plans to get like this really cool nickname. But uh, he had told the school about his his race has a thing called Thunderlust. When there's a thunderstorm, they just all get horny and start banging each other. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> So he's on, he's he's running track and there's a thunderstorm and he has his first his first thunderlust and uh and the whole the whole high school is like hey thunderlust <laughs> it's like it's like an episode where uh on Big Bang and they're trying to figure out a code name for for Wallowitz. oh really oh yeah <laughs> they wanted to call him Rocket Man and and he was talking to the to like the one of the lead astronauts yeah yeah, yeah. Yep. and his mother goes. Ask him, well, like, what kind of what kind of cereal you want to wear? Yeah. He goes, Fruit, Fruit Loops. Loops close. He goes, okay, Fruit Loops. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. That was a really funny one. Yeah. So it's a pretty funny. Uh, it's a pretty funny comic. It's like I said, it's simple to read, and it's it's directed towards a younger reader audience anyway. So it's mm-hmm. it's I'll pick it up for a while. Um, so far, I think I've liked everything in the Wonder Comics line because they've done Young Justice, oh right, Wonder yeah. Twins, Naomi. Mm-hmm. The second issue of Naomi was pretty good, by the way. And um, the next one is going to be Dial H for Hero. And uh, there's a there's a there's a an excerpt for Dial H. There's like the first two or three pages of Dial H for Hero is in that next is in the back of that. What are you laughing? Oh, um, so so Paul's up cracking up over here because um, Zan and Jane are talking in front of uh, Superman, Wonder Woman, and Batman about how he had that embarrassing moment in high school, mm. and they're like, oh, "Don't worry about it. We've all had embarrassing moments." Batman wrote a love letter to. Uh, Wrote a love letter to this. Well, Bruce Wayne wrote a love letter to this girl in high school, and uh, the teacher took it and read it because she thought it was an assignment. Oh, and she so she took, she it was in poetry class and she read it to the whole class. And apparently, Bruce Wayne got the nickname BG for the rest of his high school years. <laughs> <laughs> so, but they all they all make fun of that. It's pretty funny. Um, would I review that? I mean, would I would I recommend that to a person in the store? The answer is yes. And what would I rate it as far as? Infinity Stones go. Oh right. Uh, let's see. Six is the most. Mm-hmm. Is it from one to six? One to six. <laughs> one to six. Uh, or the full gauntlet. The full. It's not the full gauntlet. Uh, three and a half. Three and a half. Three and a half. Yeah. It's 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 not. There's nothing amazing about the book, but I like it. But it's a good solid read. Yeah, it's a good solid read. Nice. Nice. <laughs> That's great. You even got one panel of black black lightning asking where Aquaman is. Yeah, it's funny because they <laughs> What's talk. What's he up to? 
It's a, they're talking about how they send they send heroes to to do certain jobs so they don't have a bunch of crossover, mm. and they're like and they're showing examples of why they do that. It's because Black Lightning shows up to fight a giant octopus. He's like, "Why am I here? Why am I why am I fighting a giant octopus? <laughs> this should be Aquaman's job." Is it Black Lightning and not Black Vulcan? Yeah, it's Black Lightning. Oh, but they show uh, who's that, the Asian no, guy? Black Lightning on the on the um in the panel. Yeah. There's a there's a there's a, a couple of the El other, Dorado. That's it. El Dorado is like walking by. <laughs> so it's definitely taking all kinds of um, you know jokes from the original yeah. cartoon. So the second thing I have is from DC also, and it's gonna all three. But uh, it's a four part storyline going going through Batman and Flash right now. Oh uh, yeah. It's called the price of price of the price of justice is the name of. Oh no, I take that back. So it's called the price. But each one has a subtitle. Like one's the price of justice, the other one's the price of innocence. All oh, right. And the other one's the price of vengeance. I haven't started reading that yet. Um, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna spoil a whole lot for you. But so <laughs> it's like last year they did the button, which was right. a Flash Batman crossover, and it was kind of like um, le- leading into Doomsday Clock and kind of wrapping up some of the leftovers that happened from uh, the Rebirth one shot. Mm-hmm. Apparently. Uh, Crossing over Batman and Flash was very popular, so they decided to do it again this year. Now, this one goes along with Saint, uh, Heroes in Heroes Crisis. Heroes in Crisis, right. right. Yeah. So at this point in the Heroes in Crisis storyline, um, the world the world knows about Sanctuary. The world knows a bunch of heroes were killed. Mm-hmm. Uh, the world knows that Wally West was killed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Barry Allen and Iris Allen have to deal with the fact that they just got Wally back in their lives, and now he's dead. So they're kind of grieving at that point. Right. Um, so part one, I felt like of this story, um, was only okay. So I'm just gonna come right out and say it. I like Tom King's writing an awful lot, but I think the two Batman parts are the weakest part. Really? Yeah. So, um, part one with, uh, Batman 64 is part one of the storyline and it really just kind of sets up their bad guy and kind of what's kind of happening. Mm. It kind of puts, it puts, it puts Batman and Flash together, gives them a villain to fight. And a reason to kind of interact with each other because they've been they've been staying away from each other since the since the sanctuary thing because right. they're mad at each other. Mm-hmm. I don't know who writes um, the Flash. Let's find out. More like the Flash. What's that? It's more. It's more. The Flash is mad at Batman than what happened to Wally. Right. Exactly. That's what I was. Hopefully, I said that. I thought I said. Um, here we go. So the writer for the Flash is. Joshua Williamson, which I don't know if I've ever read anything from this person before. Oh, I know, I know that name. But I read this, and I read it, I read it twice. I liked it so much. I thought it was such a well-written book. Wow! And it really destroyed the other two parts for me because I read, I read, I read the the Batman bookends, and I was just like, ah, oh, trash. Then <laughs> <laughs> I go back and read this Flash book. So as I said, part one puts the two heroes together and goes off to fight Gotham Girl. They realize Gotham Girl. Mm-hmm. In the second part, in the Flash issue. Uh, they're dealing with Gotham Girl, but they deal more with the relationship between Flash and Batman. And it feels very much like they're two friends. They're not best friends like Superman and Batman. You know how <laughs> Superman and Batman are like best best friends. Right. And they know each other's secret identities mm-hmm. and they hang out with each other and do all this stuff. Um, this is like a friendship that's grown for, uh, in the workplace for a long time. They Flash and Batman keep thinking about, you know, things that they would talk about when they're in the watchtower mm-hmm. uh flashes flashes you know having a lot of inner dialogue about how he could always he could always talk to flash about crime fighting techniques because right. Right. You know, i mean detectives. yeah they're both detectives and batman batman has it's all a bunch of inner dialogue like i said 
Batman says that he always feels that Flash was a better detective than him. And wow. and the Flash is thinking about how, you know, there's nobody that could even hold a candle to Batman as a detective. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of admiration, mutual admiration there. But they don't voice it to each other. There's, there's a lot of inner dialogue. Right. And, the, and then, but when they talk to each other, uh, you can really feel the tenseness between the two of them. And, 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 it, they they always go back to sanctuary and they always bring up sanctuary. And when they start making some headway, of course, you know, a bad guy shows up and interrupts their fight, interrupts their talk. So, mm, right. But that part of it was really really good. Mm. Um, and there there are some really strong moments where it seems like okay maybe they're gonna make up, and then all of a sudden Flash finds something that links what's going on with sanctuary, and he loses his mind. And then right. and then <laughs> this happens, and then something else happens. It was just out of these three issues, the Flash book was was probably the best. And I would read it a bunch of times. I hope overall that the um, the four part storyline is good, um, but the whole superhero punching each other part of it, I think, is not holding up as well as the the Batman Flash relationship. Now that as an overall storyline, I would give it a three and a half. But the Flash story, I would give a five. Wow! Yeah. All right. I loved it. Nice. If by any chance there any more the Flash who want to play I think in my so. box? If I remember tomorrow, I want to go in. I'll do that. I don't, um, Mm-hmm. Yeah, put in one of mine too. Do you have the Batman parts? Mm-hmm. I almost didn't buy the Flash one. I have the Batman on my. I was like, I don't want to read the Flash. I don't read the. I don't read the Flash. Yeah, on I know. Basis. Yeah, but and um, I took it off the shelf and I was gonna read it in the store and like put it back on the shelf and then I had forgot about it and then last week I, I bought so few comics last week I was like yeah, I'm just gonna buy the Flash <laughs> and I'm glad I did because it turned out to be so good. Uh, so the last book I'm gonna review. I don't think I talked about this already. It's uh, the Fire Firefly reboot. Uh, I talked about Buffy, I think, last time, didn't I? Yeah, you did, yeah. yeah. So Boom Studios has the license to um, the Josh Wheaton, the Josh Wheaton uh, universe stuff right now. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I missed Firefly when it came out, so I got the second printings of issue one and issue two, and I read them. Um, I feel that the art is 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 good. Uh, it's different, and sometimes sometimes different takes some time to get used to. Like in this in this case, right, I feel yeah. that um it's it's not so off that it doesn't fit the franchise um but i've read the stuff from dark horse they really go out of the way to make the characters look like the actors mm. and this one they just they 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 try to make they try and make the characters like the actors but not necessarily look just like them and they're also trying to up, update this book but whereas in buffy they have to update the timeline to the 2000s right and this it's the future, so there's not much. Yeah, you so don't really have to. So, yeah. um, I think they're just making some tweaks with their background stories and that kind of stuff. Hmm. But I like it. If you, did you watch the show? Uh, not really. It's only one season, and yeah, it's I only like I kind of missed it. I could it. never get into it. Really? Yep. And you, but you tried to watch it, but you just couldn't get into it. Right. I I I missed it, and I haven't really had a chance to go back to it. I did, however, watch the movie. Yeah. Did you like the movie? Yeah, it was pretty good. I honestly, I think that I think that if you tried to watch the show, you would like it a lot, and mm-hmm. you would become you would become what people call a brown coat and lose your mind and be like, "Why can't this show come back?" <laughs> uh, unless you're Paul, and then you just don't like *Superior Spider-Man* or *Firefly* anything, or anything. Although I got to admit, that's part of why I haven't watched it because I I don't want to get like hooked on it and then. Knowing that there's only one season, yeah. I mean, they can never; those actors can never go back to those roles. They're just so old now. Yeah, you'd have to do like they could do a reboot. They could do a reboot, but like set in that same universe, but set, not the same characters. Well, I mean, when they're older, yeah. They could do I that. mean, you know, 
The sad part is, is one of the actors, um, Ron Glass, passed away. So he was oh, one of the actors. That's right. Yeah. yeah. He played a really great character. Uh, but the book has, like I said, the book has the feel of the series. Uh, it it kind of hits all the right points. And the only, the only thing that was a little off for me was the art. But mm. it's not a deal breaker. And I, I'd still give this book a, a four out of six. Nice. And it's the last book I don't want to talk about, unfortunately. You it said was... that about the last book. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be New Apocalypse. And the one before that. <laughs> that was my backup book. But we do Apocalypse is a pretty good, pretty good story. But it's going to be canceled. No, not canceled. It's going to be finished. The storyline's going to finish in a couple issues. So what I think I'll do is I'll just save and talk about talk about the whole thing as a whole once that's done. The, uh, um, I noticed. Well, looking to like the previews, the preview book mm-hmm. on the um, it seems like they went from that's going to be over in a few issues. Well, they didn't launch it like an anthology book or something. No, because this is well. Right- I'm sure they will because they do it to everything else mm-hmm. under the sun. But like the um, the Looney, um, the Scooby Doo team ups. Mm-hmm. I believe they're going from monthly to bi monthly. Scooby Doo team up. Yep, that's cool. I read that book. It's fun. So because I noticed it was it was in it was in one preview and not in the in the next one mm-hmm. or the pre or you know. Like the one before it didn't have it, but this one, the latest one, did have it. Oh, wait. So bi-monthly is twice. So no, no. It's every bi-monthly months. is every other month. Yeah. You heard it here, folks. Scooby-Doo's going by. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Paul, do you have any books to review? Uh, well, the only well, one that I reviewed was um, The Savage Sword of Conan. All right. Let's talk about it. I didn't read it. Dario didn't read it. And why didn't Dario read it? I didn't like the art. He didn't like. I loved the it art. It wasn't like I, I it, too. it wasn't like I looked at the art and thought eh, I can I can just deal with it. The only thing I, just I looked did, at it and thought, oh, this is lazy. The only thing I didn't like like is I didn't get I got the elite and uh, George Perez did a variant cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Conan. That's the last. I think that's the last commercial artwork he's going to hmm. do. Mm. I wanted the Kevin Eastman one, but I forgot about it. Mm. Um, so the cover you have there is, I think, the only one we got for the shelf. Yeah, it's the only one I saw. Mm-hmm. So, Savage Sword of Conan, written by Jerry Duggan. Uh, art is Ron Garney. Um, yeah, oh yeah, that's interesting. It says um, Alex Ross. He does a variant, right? Did the cover after <laughs> Garney? It says Alex Ross, and then parentheses it says after Garney cover art. Mm. Maybe Garney did the preliminary. Alex Ross painted it. Maybe, yeah. Pretty good cover, though. Mm. That's a great cover. On the back, on the back, they show all the issues, all the covers. Yeah. Oh, did they? Right, yeah. Yep. That one's crazy. Cool. They got like 12 of them. Crazy. Right? Uh, yeah, the George Perez one's pretty cool. Um, well, So, bas- basically, this is Conan at Sea, basically. Conan at Sea. Conan at Sea. It starts off with him. Um, He's. He was, he's on a, he's in the middle of the ocean on, on some driftwood because he was in a battle, like a ship battle. Oh, okay. Two day, two day battle. Yeah. Two day battle. And, uh, he gets picked up by some, um, slavers and chained up in the bottom of the Did you see the, did you see the mistake they made? Which one? I don't want to. They gave him three nipples. Yeah, that's it. His his name's not Conan, it's Chandler Bing. Hey, you can never have too many nipples on a Conan. Oh, jeez. Well, let me show show Dario, see if he he saw it. What's wrong with that pants? 
A pirate. Guy picking up from behind a pole. He's on the ground. I don't see anything wrong. He's got a gun. What, his arm? <laughs> <laughs> so as Dario's trying to figure it out, um, I will continue. The gun. Put your glasses on. Your glasses are on. So Conan gets, like I said, Conan gets picked up by slavers. And he's, he's, um. Oh, that's me making noise. At the point of death, just about. So he gets brought back to health by a fellow prisoner. And uh, they escape the slavers. And that's all I'm going to say about it because you don't wanna, we don't want to tell too much. What? But, I don't want to read this book. <laughs> Wait, you guys to tell me all about it. <laughs> um, I liked it. I liked the ad a lot. Does, it have, that, does it have that female pirate in it? The girl, uh, whatever her name is. Ballette. Ballette, yeah. Not yet. No. Because no, I know she's No, but old, they, advertise, the they advertise a four-part mini, miniseries yeah. with her. Age of Conan. Um, I'm, I'm getting that. Yeah, I like the art. I think uh, it looks like the artist from the guy that does uh, um, Vampire Hunter D. Oh, I can all see. Yeah, I like Ron Garney's art. I I think I I think I like his art. I was just looking at one online and looking at other work he's done. It just there's only there's some panels here I like, but the majority of it I think is kind of lazy. But that's just lazy. Me being really harsh. You being really harsh. I am very very harsh. <laughs> that look at the first page. It's it's there's all kinds of detail not the, the first page i'm sorry the second the yeah the way yeah, with him at sea yeah that's good i like that page see that's a good page there are some pages here i like i just mm-hmm. like i hate this close of a conan's face in the bottom right and going lazy yeah i don't love it yeah. but i don't hate it <laughs> but overall i liked it um okay let me ask you some questions then if you're not gonna go into the details in the story sure i would like to know nope yep i would like to know Compared to the Conan book, what's the difference? Now, I say that because in the uh, original old days, the old old time. Are we comparing it to the originals or are yeah, we comparing prepared, it to the new one that just rebooted? Well, no, I want to know how that compares to the new one. It's re- like, like the original, not the original, excuse me. The current ongoing Conan, the how, how, that, how those two compare. Because the reason why Marvel put out Savage Little Conan back then was because uh, they put it in the larger magazine size format in black and white so they could do stuff that they couldn't do in comic. They right. could make it more violent. They could they could make it more Conan. So I feel like there's no reason for that book. Besides, I wish besides they did the it. fact that it's a tribute to the original title, which is good. Right. But I just don't know if it's gonna carry the meat that the original one had. Mm. There's a scene of Conan eating some meat. <laughs> first page in fact. <laughs> He's eating a dead shark. Very first. <laughs> I would have liked to have seen them do the savage sword because it's in color. I would have liked to see it do in black and white. Yeah, I would rather keep it. This is keep the, it the regular size. I would like it in dual tone, black and white, which means that it's. And I would have put. Tone I would have put like a in magazine size. I would have put like a parental uh, parental advisory on it. Advisory on it. <laughs> and have it written by, have it written by Rob Zombie. Rob Zombie. <laughs> no, no. Garth Ennis. Mm-hmm. Garth Ennis writing a Savage Sword of Conan book? Can you just imagine that? That would be oh awesome. God. Oh, nice. wow. Um, I mean, it's not it's not the old black and white book, obviously. It just feels like another Conan book, right? Basically, yeah. But it's Conan. Yeah, but you can, you can never get <laughs> too much Conan. See. <laughs> oh, wait. For so now. Is he not on land? See. Is, is, see. Is, no is, land. There's no land in the book. So the... The duration of that title at is going to be Conan the Sailor, which apparently was all Conan Conan the the Sailor Man. Except, no, I think even on the cover there, he's at 
Etsy. <laughs> Etsy. 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 He's fighting skeletons on the cover. There's no skeletons in the actual book. I noticed. I flipped through it and I didn't see a single skeleton. So that tells me. But eh, but nowadays they don't really do that as much as they used to. Oh, they never they never put the cover to match the story. Yeah, never. Remember, they used to do that all the time. But but I agree with your statement that you said you can never have too much Conan. I mean, it was good. I liked it. You know what? There's a whole write up in the back here. Actually, after reading that, and I bet you would, would answer all my questions. Conan Barbarian oh. number three. Yes. What was that? I don't remember if I read it, but I did. Conan yes. Barbarian. I read them all. Number three. Yeah. Between that, made me go back and get a couple of like the Dark Horse mm. issues. Oh yeah, yeah. Like the event, Conan the Avenger. Mm. Then they have a, um. I picked up the first issue where he teams up with Rin Sonya. Oh right, yeah. I think overall, um, it's a it's a good book. It's not like. If if I were going to stick to one Conan book, it would probably be Conan the Barbarian. Um, I'll read both of them. Oh, I'm going to read both of them, but I'm just saying if I had to pick one, all right, it would it would be the the regular Conan the Barbarian book over that one. Let me put it to you this way: if I had to pick between Conan and any other titles in Marvel, it would be the two Conan ones. Oh, I I cannot say that. I definitely cannot say I that. I know I know you can't go without your squirrel girl. What? No, I do not like squirrel girl. So I, I read just a um a little Wait, bit of Don't the forget Star Wars is Marvel. It is. True. I just read a little bit of a write up at the at the end of the book where that explains why they launched that book and basically they said that the Savage Sword of Conan was also backstory. So the Marvel ongoing was supposed to be one thing and then Savage Sword was supposed to be like backstory of Conan that they weren't addressing in the main comic, and that's right. kind of what the new one was. Yeah, said, right, so. yeah. And also... Conan, let's see. Let's there see. <laughs> the next story arc will be Conan on land. No, no, he won't be at sea. He'll Conan be, in the air. Yeah, Conan no, he'll be in, in a, he'll be in a Zeppelin. He'll <laughs> <laughs> be a dragon rider. You don't know that. <laughs> There's no dragons in Conan. But anyway, so... You don't know that. See, because there are some... You're missing out on some really good Marvel books. I'll just say that much. But anyway. Oh, Cosmic Ghost Rider. Hook my ass up. You well, like Ghost Rider? Not when he's Frank Castle. Did you even read he's the book? He's either the Punisher or Did you or even he's... read the book? Have you read anything with Cosmic Ghost Rider? Yes, I read the first issue, Cosmic Ghost Rider. All right. Um, like some of my favorite Marvel books are Doctor Strange. The yep. Immortal Hulk is really good. Yes, Immortal Hulk is very good. But anyway, Conan, Savage Sword of Conan, also known as Conan at Sea. <laughs> uh, I will give it, I'd say, I'll go with a four out of six. Oh, not bad. It's good. It's really good. Um, be, I, it would be better. You'd give it more if it had better art. <laughs> wow. I would give it more if they if we didn't already have Conan the Barbarian. Oh, yeah. If we didn't have a Conan the Barbarian book already that had mm-hmm. given us three issues that were amazing. I would be all over this book. Mm. I would be telling the whole world to buy this book and buy it twice. And about <laughs> well, every cover that you can. Yeah. But next we have that Age of Conan Bellet series, mm-hmm. and then Savage Avengers, and Savage Avengers. So looking forward to that book. I can't. When's that, that come out? March. Uh, a couple months. Doesn't Could be matter great. when it comes out. Because they got those. They have the Punisher in that too. Yeah, yep. it's just got Punisher and Wolverine and Elektra. 
Venom. Venom. I feel like one other person. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, brother, brother, brother Voodoo. Oh yeah, I forgot about brother. You can Voodoo. have a, you can have a in there. I could do without Venom and brother Voodoo. I could do without Venom. Period. I, yeah. I think everybody else kind of really fits with Conan, but Venom is yeah. like yeah, the actually, wild brother card. Voodoo does kind of fit in. Yeah, yeah, they all do. Yeah, except for Venom. Anyway, maybe we'll be lucky and we'll see the Venom symbiote bond with Conan. Uh, <laughs> even have I like that. I would have had. I would have had. I would. I wouldn't put. Logan Wolverine with Conan. Would you? Would you? Old Man Wolverine? No, <laughs> I just wouldn't. Put I could him. see that. Oh, you know, you, you no. put uh, Doc and his son. If you're gonna mm. put a, if you're gonna put a Wolverine with Conan, and you don't. If want you had Logan, to, I would go with his son more. That's interesting. Or even Albert. Not the robot. Why not, Albert? If you're gonna, if you're gonna go, if you're gonna go Ugh. off the edge, you might as well go off the edge. But anyway, I would put in maybe like somebody like an Asgardian. Yeah. Valkyrie? We have too many Asgardians. Oh, Valkyrie, he would just be in bed with her all the time. They wouldn't yeah. even get anything done. It would just be... Well, plus, Valkyrie's already in Asgardians of the Galaxy. Oh, yeah. Which I still don't know if that's a... No one knows. I wouldn't put, like, Holga. <laughs> I was thinking the exact same thing when you, when you said it. I was like, is that an ongoing? <laughs> it's still going, but I don't know if it's an ongoing or not. Mm-hmm. Too I, funny. <laughs> maybe they're just gonna keep going with it until it's, so it's you know, no good anymore. And they're like, "All right, well, it was a miniseries. <laughs> it was a fifty-two issue miniseries. That's what, they, that's what they did with Transformers. The original <laughs> Marvel Transformers. It was like issue eighty-two of a of a of a four-issue miniseries. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't they do that with GI Joe? No, well, GI Joe was never intended to be a miniseries. Transformers started as a miniseries. Yeah. Turned into an ongoing, and when they finally ended it, right along the top, it said issue eighty-two of a four-issue miniseries. <laughs> nice. Uh, anyway, <clears throat> so Savage Avengers will be an upcoming review on our show. Yeah, at some point. To that. Uh, do you have anything else, Paul? No, <laughs> I'm good. Well, I got, I mean, I'm I, so far behind; it's not even funny. Nah, I know how I, I know how Derek feels about Savage Soda Conan. What What is your rate? What do you oh, yeah. rate it? Yeah. Again. Uh, the ranking would have been higher if we didn't have the Conan the Barbarian. Right. I like the artwork, mm-hmm. and I the storyline was seems pretty solid. Yep. Out of six, I would, I'd give it four and a half. Four and a half. Yeah, we're, doing, we're being very, very, uh, we're very restrained on our on our Infinity Gems this time around. Last time we were like fives, and sixes, <laughs> full gauntlets, bam. <laughs> Two infinity gauntlets. <laughs> well, that was you with Cosmic Ghostwriter, so we'll just move on. <laughs> All right. So my next review is actually a couple of different. So I started reading the Age of X-Men books, um, which is a storyline that started in Uncanny X-Men, in which um, brain fart. I've been having a lot of brain farts lately. Uh, Nathan. Nathan. No. Nate. Uh, the guy, no, the X-Man. X-Man. X-Man was Nate. Nate, yeah. Um, he was battling with... He had a battle with the X-Men, and Legion was involved, and he had turned Magneto, Angel, Omega Red, and the Blob, for some reason, into like his ver- his version of the four horsemen. But they're not, but they're not horsemen of like the apocalypse. They're no. horsemen of... Of like good things, right? Because he's right. he's like all about the the, the extreme good, right? Right. Okay. Love peace, and he had 
he had captured Kitty Pride, a senator in Apocalypse, and he had them as like he was talking to them, treating them like a council of elders or something to try to figure <laughs> out how to. Kitty Pride, a senator, and who else? Magneto. Who Apocalypse. Apocalypse. <laughs> Sounds like a joke. Like you walk into a bar and you see Kitty <laughs> Pride, a senator, in Apocalypse. Apocalypse. <laughs> um, he was basically. You know, he, he captured them all, but he was like, oh, you're my counsel, so tell me how you would fix things, or, you know. How about not by, how about starting without kidnapping? <laughs> that, that was mentioned, yes. Was, the senators is what throw me. Just a senator. Is it Kelly? Did they tell us what state he's from? No, it wasn't. <laughs> I don't think it was Senator Kelly. That's why. I don't remember who it was. But anyway. Was it that old lady that looks nope. like Margaret Thatcher? Nope. <laughs> it was some Because they were, because they had... They had um, in X Men Red, Jean Grey. Oh right, Jean Grey went before the United Nations. Oh okay. Saying you know this, you know I'm coming forward without you know. <clears throat> May I ask which Jean Grey? Because you have to ask those questions nowadays with the X Men. The older Jean older Grey, resurrected Jean Grey. Okay. There yeah. is no longer a younger Jean. The original X Men have been sent back. All the original X Men uh-huh. are all sent back in time. Yeah. So do the older X-Men have knowledge of their time travel adventure now? Are they all like, oh, remember that time we all went to the future and interact with ourselves? That's unclear at this time. That's next year's big big event yeah. during May. During, we'll see, during if, there's, the we'll see if there's a next year's big event after we get to segment uh, two of our yeah. podcast. Secret, <laughs> yeah. um, Secret War 4.1. Yeah. But anyway, so they, the X-Men f- fought with X-Men. And they defeated him, but they all disappeared in the process, all the ones who were fighting him. So then we come into Age of X-Men, which is a, well, we don't know exactly what it is, but it's a different world where mutants are loved and um, by the world. And there's still some anti-mutant sentiment, but they're more popular and everybody loves them and all. And um, it's, you know, they're at peace. It's a legitimate alternate alternate reality they've yeah. been shifted into. Okay, mm-hmm. interesting. And um, no, you just threw off my train of thought. Sorry. <laughs> oh, and so the X Men, the um, the mutants are all they all go to a school for ten years to train to become either like protectors or farmers or a couple other things. Um, and then um, whatever their powers are good for. Yeah, mm. and then um. Another brain fart. What oh. the fun of a I hate getting old. <laughs> and um oh, and they're but they're not allowed to uh have love they're not allowed to love each other. What? Mutants aren't allowed to love other mutants? No. Are they allowed to love humans? No. So they're just not allowed to breed. So but they do breed mm. in pods. What? Yeah. <laughs> well I thought X Man was like has, trying has to make a perfect X-Men. world. Why would he, he why is. would he why would he why would he do that to his mutants? So <laughs> <laughs> Time for some pod love. We're gonna find out. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so the first book is um, Age of X Men Alpha. It's written by Zach Thompson and Lon- Lonnie Nadler or Nadler, whatever. And the artist is Ramon Rosanas. And it's basically the introduction to the world, and and you get to see the the. Uh, characters that will be in the other books you know there's the oh for more on this check out yeah marvelous mm-hmm. x-men blah blah blah. 
Oh, it's, it's your standard setup book to give you show yeah. your world, and they're like, yeah. it's probably what two pages for each X Men, where it says, check out this, check out that. It's kind of, yeah. It's like a story. It's like a full storyline. Yeah, yeah. But in the storyline, it's like you'll see more of this. Yeah. But it's not bad. I'm very familiar it, with that format. It's of a good introduction. They'll start. They'll do like a little mini series, like last month, the Man Without Fear. Oh yeah. Now you got. It said Dear Double Number One, and then they had that the Legacy Six. Oh yeah, the Legacy numbering. Yeah. Like, how many freaking number ones do you have to have? <laughs> well, is it today? Is today's writers can't pick up from the last story arc? No, they they, they have a segue into the new story arc. No, I mean, there's no reason why they can't do that. They just they just see it as a new jumping on point. Yeah. So. That's why they do that, basically. Oh, I love this. You're right. What's going on in Glob's mind? Find out in Next Gen number one. Yeah. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Which we didn't really find out. <laughs> he was just trying to figure out if he should have Swiss cheese or pepper jack cheese. So, mm. so my the first the first uh, the first book of Age of X Men is Marvelous X Men. Which is written by Zach Thompson and Lonnie Nadler, and the artist is Marco Fela. Fela, and this is the main X Men book. Who you know, the main X Men who go out and save people and help the world and fight bad guys and all that jazz. You know, it's the X Men. But what's interesting is so the team for this is Jean Grey, the older Jean Grey. Um, Colossus with a beard, um, X-23, Nightcrawler, uh, Nate, the X-Man, Magneto, Storm, and Nature Girl. That's the chick with the antlers, huh? Yep. And, um, it's a good one. It's, it's, um, they go out and they fight some people and you slowly start to see that, um, this is where you see the pod babies and you slowly start to see that. The world seems like a ne- a good world for mutants, but there are things like you start learning about how they're not allowed to love each other and stuff. Yeah, it's I love actually, this. I love this propaganda poster with Apocalypse. This is oh, it's yeah. okay to love. Yeah, <laughs> it's actually a crime, and um, so you start to see the beginnings of the world cracking. It's very interesting. Next up, we have Next Gen, which is okay. Colossus is missing an arm. I believe that has happened. What? Colossus is missing an arm. Isn't he missing an arm in that cover? Oh, yeah, it looks like it, huh? Stub. I oh, didn't yeah. notice Four that. Arm, yeah. um, so Next Gen is about school for students. It's the Summer Summers Institute for Higher Learning. And this is where all of the mutants go to take 10-year courses uh, in one of four primary disciplines, law enforcement, Agriculture, medicine, and history. And this book is about Glob, Armor, Anol, Pixie, Rock Slide, and Shark Girl. And uh, it's basically the first issue is basically the introduction of the school and Alpha. I know. I totally missed it. Crazy. Was there was there a big battle? Wasn't this after that X Men disassembled or whatever? Mm-hmm. Yep. So he must have lost his arm in that. Maybe. I One don't recall. Think. Totally missed it somehow. It's an alternate reality, so they can just do whatever. He's got a beard. Yes. No arm, but he's got a beard. Um, yeah, so this is basically the, the story of the school. 
but it seems like some of the students actually have an idea of what's going on. What do you mean? Like they, they know they're in an alternate reality? Apparently it seems that way, yes. And it's probably all the one it's probably all the cosmic level ones, like Jean Grey probably is like, I know something's wrong. No, actually it is not. This is just the students, like Glob Miss Nightcrawl. Yeah, it kinda does. Um oh I'll get into Nightcrawl in a second. So Glob seems to know what's going on. Um and at the end he tries to do something to armor to get her to understand what's going on. Hey, good news. As I'm flipping through this uh, copy of Marvelous X-Men that you passed me, there's an ad page, and uh, Conan, Savage Shoulder Conan number three shows on the cover that he's still at sea. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's going to be the running joke later. That is good to know. So my final my final book. So the, um, mm-hmm. the bold epic is Bishop? No, that's no, that's Storm. No. No. There's a guy. Oh, the guy. Yeah, <laughs> guy. Is, is that Bishop? That, that's Bishop. Yeah, that is he's got, he's got an M on his eye, which he yes. shouldn't He shouldn't have an M on his eye if he's from an alternate reality. I mean, you figure that if he came back from a terrible future, that would never have happened if X-Man made a perfect world. So, Well, they didn't say that. why he has the... Oh, maybe it's, maybe it's like pride. But Storm, dude, Storm shaved her head. The art, in, um, the art in this is really good. In Next Gen, mm. Marcus Two Toe. Yeah, it's very good, actually. It broke the- What's that? Yes. Yep. Um, so the final book I have for review, because the rest haven't come out yet, is The Amazing Nightcrawler. Sorry, I got very excited because uh, Sunfire is here wearing his original mask. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is. he's uh, one of the teachers or the principal. I love that mask. I forget. Um, Amazing Nightcrawler is written by... Shannon McGuire and art by Juan Frigera. And in this one, Nightcrawler is, in addition to being a member of the X-Men, he is a Hollywood star. (laughs) He does action movies and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Excommunicated. Yep. So this one, this issue was okay. It was kind of, there was a lot of um, Nightcrawler's Hollywood world and what's going on with it. I like how they uh, on the cover they made the uh, the logo look like Amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, they did. Um, so this issue was okay, but um, because it just it was a lot of like you see a lot of X Men familiar X Men characters in his entourage and stuff. <laughs> and um, at the there. at the end of the first issue, Nightcrawler also breaks the Cardinal. So. That one's interesting. Yeah, that's the one. All right. Showing oh, you what he, does he love somebody? Apocalypse oh, in the, ex, the Extremist, ex, yeah. extracts. Extracts, yeah. There's one. It's like they're all a bunch of hippies. Yeah. Because <laughs> they want to spread the love, which is weird from Apocalypse, but. And then the, the extremists. And then. Looks like the Cyclops. And then Prisoner X is going Blob. to be. Is going to be about Bishop. And. uh never really got yeah, I know. The ones I did like was um I didn't think I was gonna like it, but it um I read several issues of Mr. X. Oh, did you? With Gambit and yeah. Rogue. Yeah. Being Gambit. Mm. I like how at the beginning of this issue of, of uh, Nightcrawler they 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 write it like a standard maybe nineties story so, yeah. where they have that kind of look and yeah, they're, they're, yeah. they're doing like standard X-Men superhero things yep. and then they're like oh, and rap <laughs> excellent job everybody 
Lunch is at two. <laughs> <laughs> so overall, I kind of uh, I kind of like what they're doing with this so far. Um, some of these books I like a little more than others. The Nightcrawler one I'm interested in, but the first issue is just kind of eh. Well, is it going to be another issue? Are these all just one shots? No, there's like five issues in each. each one. Yeah, this is going to be a long story on. Yeah, it is. If they're giving each one five issues, yeah, it is. <laughs> yep. Well, I don't know. I mean, there's a there's one a week. I mean, there's been is it one there's, weekly there's been, or is it monthly? Well, or is it bi-weekly? Like next gen came out, and well, first Age of X Men came out, and right. then Marvelous X Men came out the next yep. week, and then uh, Nightcrawler came out the next week, and then Next Gen came out this week. Don't get that started on the other realms. Oh, yeah. I can go off on that in like two seconds flat. <laughs> I like the only thing that interests me Nothing. is that author. That's just, a, and that's just that page. He's not doing the storyline. So I'm going to keep reading these and see where it goes. I'm kind of interested. I mean, I'd like to see what the overall what the overall end game is for this. It just it, it can get... The X-Men universe is very tiresome on me, so I just can't... Yeah, I can I see that. I can see that. The other thing is there's still the regular Uncanny X-Men book, and in that book... All of these X Men have disappeared. They everybody thinks they're dead. Okay, so that's cool. Yeah. So they're acknowledging the fact that something happened. Yes. It's not like the other books going on and they're like, hey, right. let's just team up with Storm now. Exactly. Yep. All right. So in that book, everybody they're all gone. Nobody knows what happened to them. And uh Cyclops is back. I knew that. Which And I read the I, I, I basically read I didn't read all of it, but I read yeah. the the annual that explains why he yep. came back. Mm-hmm. That was like Oh, God, I hated that book so much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, at that point, you might have just said, hey, I'm alive. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Instead of wasting an annual yeah. to explain how stupid Phoenix Forest, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's I'm always. That's why I'm always iffy on the annuals. Well, there's usually most annuals, I think, are throwaway books, but then yeah. if you read Justice League, Justice League, yeah, Justice League, they came out. Um I never once thought to even mention the annual to people, but apparently if you wanted to finish their big story arc that they were writing, you had to read that annual. (laughs) Which, by the way, wasn't that great. But anyway, um, yeah, the annuals, sometimes there's some really good stuff, and then other times it's like, eh. So if I miss an annual, I'm not really that broken up about it. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you can get a really good story that's in an annual. And that used to happen every once in a while back when I was growing up. And nowadays it's like, it's it's always ever been... A tired artist and writer that doesn't have an ongoing book. We're right. just testing them out right in one shot. But sometimes they do things. They use the annuals for certain things that are kind of cool. Like they've done crossovers in the annuals. <laughs> they've, you know, they've had themes for the annuals. Things like, a, like, like that. Like Atlantis Attacks. And, yeah. And all that stuff. And then yeah. what, was, what was the one that, uh, that DC did years ago with the aliens that were, that were, that were coming oh. down and, like infecting people, so they became their own heroes after that. Oh yeah, ah, I don't remember. It. They just they just touched on that again recently, like last year, and it was like a biggest joke in the world. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah, annuals are usually messed. But but then you occasionally get the rare one that's pretty good. Yeah. There's or um that in that ends in a storyline, like you said, or introduces a new character. Yeah. Or, there's a there's a, there's an awesome Batman annual that I have. Um called the player on the other side and it's about it was one of the first ones i ever read where it was basically like a bad version of batman and it was uh this character called the rat the wraith and Mm. when he was a kid his parents were killed when when he was what's that yeah so you read it yeah so special what's that 
back in the eighties. Oh, I thought special. it was an annual. What was the special? Was it, it was an, it was uh it was it, a special. It was a DC special. It was a special. It was, well, special. Yeah, special. Was a, but it was basically um the race the race parents were crim were criminals and Jim Gordon um killed him. Mm. So he was traumatized by that and he dedicated his life to defeating all right, and right. he was basically the villain Batman. It was really good. It was really, really good. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of DC, um, let let us move on. That's going to be it for our reviews. So now we got a couple of topics we want to discuss. Number one being what the heck is going on with DC Comics? Yeah. Now, Dario, being the cosmic comic guru, I don't know if you have any more information than the rest of us have, but oh, I can say this that. Most of the news outlets, from what I've gathered, are exaggerating what what DC's doing. That's what I've heard. So DC's DC's cutting a certain percentage of the books, mm-hmm. um, like maybe thirteen titles. I don't know the exact number. John the yeah. John John knows more than I do because he reads all the all the all the all the forums and all that stuff. We should have John on here yeah, sometime. Yeah, he wouldn't do. It. Yeah, I'll I know he wouldn't. Um, He's always welcome. I know. He uh, so DC's cutting cutting some titles, and basically it's. There are so many comics out there right now, and there's stuff that just doesn't need to be published. So why right, why right. even bother? Right. Like I, I feel that maybe they're contractually obliged to publish some stuff. That's right. kind right. of always what I think in the back of my head. I don't know how true that is. Um, and then there's some stuff. I mean, and there's stuff that they try. Right. Right. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Um, like all that new, like damaged in right the Age of Heroes. I feel right. like the Age of Heroes was something that they agreed to a long time ago. Right. And they just had to do it. They were right. just like, oh, right. let's do it. We'll see what happens. Um, but now they can. Can they, they cut that? No? Yeah, I think, I'm sure they're going to. I think most of the Age of Hero stuff is going to be gone. Probably. Um, so I think that's a good chunk of it. Now, I mean, back when they did the new 52, it was 52 titles, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know how many titles DC has right now. It could be over 52, could be under 52. Mm-hmm. Right. But they're just scaling it back. I mean, why not focus on the good stuff? Now, would, right? now would they go back, like, like action comics and bat and Superman stuff that that bi weekly would they only go monthly now? Oh please! I would say that at some point they should go back to monthly. They uh, should, but if yeah, if it's, really if that's should. if that's their best selling book, then they'll keep it bi weekly. I mean, if they if they yeah, if they look probably. at the numbers and go, right. this sells twice this sells twice a month easy. If anything, if anything, they would probably I would I would say that they would keep bi weekly probably. Their flagships like yeah, Batman, action. Ba- Batman and Superman will always be bi-weekly. Right. The two Batmans and the two Supermans. Actually, I don't know. How Maybe the, the Justice League. Right. Yeah, but I mean, this shows a lot. It's like I was, I was, I was going through a whole list of stuff with John the other day. I was like, okay, all the Age of Hero stuff will be gone. I was like, they'll probably cancel one of the Justice League titles. Odyssey. Odyssey. That's what I said. I said Odyssey will probably go away. I, th- I feel. Like I'd Odyssey still say you know they could have brought because they. Hawkman came came out around the same time as Odyssey started. All right, I would have had if not Superman. Okay, what about Supergirl or Power Girl in Odyssey? In Odyssey with Starfire. All right, I would throw in Adam get- Strange. Mm. They yeah, to, they need to do something with Adam Strange. Hawkman. Yeah, because you got Hawk Girl on the home on the home team. Yeah. I can right. certainly do with And then Azrael. one of the then like maybe one of the Green Lanterns. Mm. Well, one of the Green Lanterns is in uh Jessica. I think I think because is. because Grant Morrison has uh, Green Lantern the Green Lantern title right now that they're not doing anything else. They're just letting him deal with that. It's like here's the Green right. Lantern universe. But this still, you. you know, we even put John Stewart with Odyssey. Yeah, yeah, I could say. It. You know what I'm saying? 
you can leave Hal Jordan alone. Every once in a while, they'll come across another Green Lantern mm. in a different sector. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, Odyssey is really just the Odyssey is a dark side book. Odyssey is Odyssey is meant to kind of tell us what's going on with their fourth world connection to the overarching storyline in yeah, Justice League. Yeah, but I'm, uh, I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm digging it. I'm not. I dropped it after issue two. I wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. The art's the art's amazing. Yeah. But I was just like, I'm done with this. Um. So I said, I said the Age of Heroes stuff. I said one of the Justice League titles. Uh, I, I said Super Sons probably should go away, especially yeah. not, especially not they've aged up John Kent, which mm. I don't know if that'll be permanent or not. Um, yeah, yeah. On the just quick question on the Odyssey instead of Darkseid, why couldn't they put like Big Bother and Mister Miracle in there? Well, because of the storyline, it's supposed to be a like Daria said, it's supposed to be like a whole Darkseid thing. He's kind of behind. Darkseid's been the Darkseid's been out of the picture for a long time, so this is him coming back into the DC universe. And also kind of filling in the connection between the big overarching storyline that they're doing, Scott Schneider's doing in Justice League, which is the fourth, the source wall is, is, is destroyed. I think mm-hmm. it's gone now, right? You, yeah. you read that. Yeah. Source wall is gone now. And uh, it was holding back this big bad god that well, is going to be. That happened during Metal, didn't it? Well, the, in, during Metal, the source wall got damaged. Yeah. Like there was a big hole in it, but now, mm-hmm. now it's gone. I think it's gone. Yeah. I don't read that book. I just uh-huh. get the news from news sources, but yeah. it's gone. And then there was a big bad evil thing that was behind it, and it's gonna lead into mm-hmm. it's gonna lead into another year of villains in DC. Mm, yeah, which, okay. but, yeah. But anyway, so these, the whole the whole point is that Dan Dio made an announcement that that DC's cutting their titles, and then it got blown out. And of it got proportion. blown out of proportion that, mm. that 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 maybe they were gonna go out of business. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, and all this stuff. And apparently, someone uh, quoted Dan Dio as saying it's it's a direct cause of what Marvel's doing to the market because Marvel's saturating my books. Right. Um, mm. Whether or not that's true, I don't know. But I feel that there are too many events that are happening. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Marvel has at least two events every year, plus another event that's focused on an individual title. So we have. An Asgardian event coming up, which is yep. gonna which is gonna focus on what the Avengers and a handful of other books. Yeah, right. And then they've got I don't even know what they got. They they, they got the, <laughs> but usually it's either it's either one really big event that that focuses on everything, or it's gonna be like three three events that take a family of books, and it's and it's still a big cosmic level event like this X Men one. Like the Age this of, is their Age event. of X-Men. This, right. this is their X Men event. The Spider Man event was was Spider Geddon. Right. The Avengers event was no going home or whatever that was. No, your weekly yeah. book. no more Avengers, no more or whatever. Yeah, um, no, that was you. And there's an, and then they just kicked off this new Avengers weekly book. Oh. Yeah, but I mean, DC has has went a little crazy with the event thing too sometimes, but they do it mm-hmm. a different way. Like they had you know the whole new fifty two thing, and then the whole yep. rebirth thing, and then you know, and then they they. They have things like Doomsday Clock, which starts off big, and they were here, you know. Well, yeah, the rebirth. Let's see. So, New Fifty Two was supposed to, was a big experiment to try and redo everything. And, and the rebirth was to fix it. Rebirth was to kind of bring back the bring back the legacy that. It was. And then, but they they said right from the get go, this is going to be a slow rollout. It's mm-hmm. going to be slow. Do a couple things here, a couple things there, a couple right. things here, a couple things there. See what and works and do what is, doesn't. Then we're going to do an overarching storyline in Doomsday Clock, which will which will fill in the rest of it, and that's going to take forever. Mm. 
Which, you know, after a while, you're like... You it's know, all coming back. It's anymore. all coming around back to that Transformer thing. It started out as a 12 miniseries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 237 of 12. Yeah. Now, granted, I love Doomsday Clock. Uh, a lot of people have dumped it because it's taking too long and they don't think there's enough going on. I love it. I think it's great. I'm, I'm on issue six. I'm way behind yeah, on it. I gotta really catch really up on it. I love the art. I love... And I love... I just love the interaction that the characters have with each other, so. The Heroes in Crisis make me scratch my head. Yeah. Heroes in Crisis is, I think, getting better. I mean, it's, it's mm. good. Yeah. But I think it's getting better. I'm still haunted by that last that, by that last page with Harley, where the the, the, the last the last issue has uh, Harley's confessional, where basically she's just like, oh, yeah, so uh, oh. Joker made a joke and then beat the crap out of me, like, really badly. Right, like, right Very, right, very badly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was yeah. just like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Was it? That she was hugging Batgirl for whatever reason. No, the, the reason why he beat her up, he just was he just told a joke and beat her up. That's what the Joker does. He's nuts. Yeah. All right. So it was like it was I know, like, but in a part of the storyline, what didn't they were in a warehouse? Howie and Batgirl were in a oh, warehouse. Oh yeah, so oh. Was, Batgirl was trying to bring Harley back in. Right. And, right. I mean, they're friends. They're all friends. Like most of the Bat family are friends at some point. So now is Howie Quinn gonna be good? She's already basically good. I mean, she's got her own title. Well, yeah. Poison Ivy. Poison Ivy starts, seems to start leaning toward the good now. Yeah, Poison Ivy is basically good too. I mean, it depends. She, the last big storyline with her was where she took she took over the world in Batman. That was a really good story. Oh yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. And then when she got when she got defeated, Batman sent her to the sanctuary. So because mm. they should mm. like, there's a fire over yeah, here so with some robots, so they can all die. Some murder bots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well. So there we have it. They should get rid of one of the Titan books. Yeah. Yes, I agree. I think they are canceling one of the Titans. I think they're canceling Titans. Teen Titans is going to keep going on. I think they can't. I know you're shaking your head at that. Uh, I mean, the originals are good. I like the originals, but they haven't had a writer. It's tough since I want to see my Wolfman to pull <laughs> them, them well. Yeah, they're written them well. No, I take that. I take that uh, when um, Jeff Johns wrote it for a little while. It was but then again, that's right. Jeff Johns back when everything he touched would turn to gold. Mm. Beep, beep. Even after well, that, actually, will segue quite nicely into the next thing I wanted to talk about: overrated creators. Overrated creators. <laughs> now, let me tell you where I came up, how I came up with the idea for this topic. I finally, after a year, I finally read the entirety of the Metal series, <laughs> and I came to the realization. I am not a fan of Scott Snyder. <laughs> I thought I was. Could have told you that a long time ago. Dude. But I'm really, really not a fan of Scott Snyder. Yeah. And there's, a, there's some he's stuff he wrote that's really good. Yeah, but he shouldn't be hit or miss when the whole world says he's awesome. Right. Like everybody right. in the comics right. exactly. says he's awesome. Exactly. Right. I mean, granted, his Court of Owls storyline sure I didn't read was phenomenal. He used he was he did um. American Vampire for a while. I read the. I read. I read that was read that the was first like six issues of that. That was good, um, in the beginning, and then it kind of fell off. But um, he had a couple. Yeah, like the Court Owls was good, and Death in the Family. I read that. Actually, that was he yeah. writes uh, Batman very well. You know what I'm saying? Does he? One of the top. Mm, the one where again hit and miss. It is. I'll give you that much. The part that that story arc where uh like when Gotham came alive, yeah, yeah, the building, and you got you got like Explorer Batman with the backpack on, and yeah, 
and stuff like that sucked. That sucked. That was good. Sucked you, yuck. That was what was he just trying to pay 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 tribute to Silver Age Batman? I don't know. Like, hey, I don't know if he know. was just trying yeah. if he was grasping at straws because he started out with something and it just the story just flipped like he took like a sharp left and into the guardrail. <laughs> you know, I'm like, where the hell is this guy going? Didn't he like, write almost like reading freaking? He wrote Batman uh, Eternal, didn't he? Grant Morrison. Yeah, yeah, Grant Morrison's running. Oh, I'll go off. I will go off on Grant Morrison in a heartbeat. Just wait, that's next. Some Grant Morrison, some of his stuff is all right. I, I mean, like his claws, Morrison, but his claws series. Yeah, well, let's, let's, I like. Let's finish up on Scott Schneider first, and then we'll go into Scott. We'll go into Grant Morrison. Uh, that's all. I just get it. I'm not. That's basically. He said. So, I mean, out of everything he's written, I mean, every, everything Scott Schneider has written. What's that? What is your favorite thing? Nothing. Put it out. Put it out. I'd go with the American Vampire. Right, I'm gonna say nothing. I mean, I've read stuff that he's that I, I liked from him. Yeah, but man, I read metal, and I just not only did I, I, I immediately sold every single issue I had. I waited yeah. for the storyline to be over. I read it. I packed it up. I put it on eBay. And <laughs> I just took whatever somebody gave me for it because I hated it. I was you, like, Here, and take you, it. you kept telling me that it wasn't good, and I'm like, I feel like that was wrong. It's gonna be good. No. I didn't think you were I mean, wrong, but I was like, hey, it couldn't be that bad, could it? The well, only thing that, the only thing, <laughs> it the was. only good thing that came out of that was was the it was the Batman that laughs. See, I don't really care. And for even that. then, I'm like, oh, this is Joker. Yeah, I don't really care. Just for up that. as Batman. Yeah, they got a um, they got a they got a real winner. I mean, the whole world loves the Batman that laughs. They love him. They yeah. love him. I mean, yeah. appearances of him are valuable. I mean, the blah, grim blah, blah, blah. that one shot that's coming out. The Grim Knight. The Grim Knight. Yeah. Jason Todd just out running around like Batman. Yeah. And then, so I realized that after I read Metal, I'm like, I do not like Scott Snyder. And not only that, but the Justice League run he's doing, mm-hmm. no. I don't like it. As much as he likes to, as much as I, I was happy, I was like, oh, he's bringing the Legion of Doom. I mean, I, uh, love, right, I yeah. love it. And then I read mm-hmm. it and I was like, oh, I don't like this. No. It's kind of dumb. It, yeah, exactly. Were they trying to be heroes? No, I mean Luther. Or they're trying to race. The, or, or they're trying to beat beat the Justice League to saving the day. Well, they're trying to beat the Justice League. So, okay, at the end of at, as we've already discussed, at the end of Metal, there was a whole place in the Source Wall. Right, so in Justice League. Something right. something left the Source and headed to Earth, and Justice League is trying to figure out how to stop it or or get it to not hit Earth and. Right. Luther and his friends, who are as of yet unnamed, want whatever that is, and they wanted to come to Earth use it. We also find out Luther has his magic doorknob. Yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, what the hell is that? Like, what the hell? A magic doorknob that has a has an image of the of the, of the Legion a, of Doom headquarters on it. Doorway to Wonderland. A doorknob. What? The... And then, uh, and, and then, then every time they mention the no, doorknob, you know what I'm the like... no, you know what the doorknob represents? Scott Snyder. <laughs> Yeah, because by the time you're done with the story, he goes what a knob. Yeah, but every time I see the doorknob mentioned, I'm like, oh, jeez. But they've got they've got the Justice League. I mean, they got the Legion of Doom dome. I'm happy. I like the, only, the dome. Right. Yeah. The right. only reason why they, they got, got the doorknob is because Marvel's got the Cosmic Cube. Thinking <laughs> they'll they'll get sued. And then uh, and then you've got all the all the right bad guys on the team. So you've got. Sinestro and Luther and mm-hmm. Brainiacs on the team, Grodd. Now, and Grodd. So I mean that's all good, but I, I just 
every once in a while I'm like, oh, I should, I should, I should check it out, and I flip through it, and I see a couple things I like, and then I'm just like, ah, I still like. It. Well, it's like every every month I get it and I read it, and I'm like, why am I reading this? <laughs> I would have liked it better if it's Solomon Grundy. Mm. Solomon Grundy, but on Monday. So okay, so that's how we feel about Scott Schneider. Now I think uh, I know I. I would I my vote would have been Grant Morrison, but, but Paul brought it up. I'm going to be on board with you. I do not like yeah. Grant I Morrison started to... he started strong in yeah. his youth. I mean, yeah. Animal Man was a great book. Great book. Doom Patrol. I've tried to reread it. It's very odd and not yeah. really actually right, yeah. not, really, not really good to read. But it, yeah. the Doom Patrol TV show, by the I way, I could never never get Is into it? the Doom Patrol. It's awesome. So good. I mean, I didn't think it was going to be that good. It was awesome. It was so good. Um, uh, what else did he write? Uh, so he wrote Animal Man. He wrote Doom Patrol. Um, he did a run on Justice League. Yeah, I didn't read that. Did he do? Yeah, people seem to like bad. it. Did he do Justice League International? Aztec? No. No. Oh yeah, I forgot. He created, about... he created Aztec, which is wasn't wasn't good. He wrote, uh, he wrote he wrote Batman. I forgot about Aztec for a while, and apparently his run of Batman was dips it, in, dips into a lot of Silver Age stuff. Was which it Grant I Morrison? Would like Grant Morrison I, wrote the wrote. Wrote the thing about Batman. Uh, whatever Batman happened to the whatever happened to the Cape Crusader, didn't he? Yeah. Of course, the only reason I picked up the book is because of the of Kerbert, of Kubert, Kerbert, yeah. his artwork. Other mm. than that, you know, this is the thing. I, I mean, um, I still think Grant Morrison's a, a good writer, but I just don't. I think that the majority of the stuff he writes is not good. Like when he wrote Seven yeah. Soldiers, Seven Soldiers of Victory. Yes. Like when yeah. they collected that. Right. Like everything I read, every article I read, Grant Morrison was. If you didn't read Seven Soldiers of Victory, I was like, "All right." And yeah. I ran out and I bought Seven Soldiers of Victory and I read it and I was like, "I don't, I don't know what just happened." <laughs> Apparently, this is gonna help me understand the other stuff. When you on. said getting touching up on that point, when you just said that, you said the same damn thing with Green Lantern. You said you said if you didn't read, you didn't read Seven. Soldiers of victory. Yeah. Wouldn't get yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, because that's my go-to joke. Because he said that. Yeah, because I'm like, I'm like, what the hell is he talking about? I get this. They got no. He's him. Like years they got of, him yeah, as when he came out with Seven Soldiers of Victory. So now, whenever he was a victory, he's not going <laughs> to understand claws. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh, okay. Uh, he did that. No, I did like the claws. I only read a little series. bit of. I read a little bit of Claws, I but I didn't, and I'm I reading. Out on it. I just finished issue three of Green Lantern. I, mm. How far have you read into it? All right, right. That 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 Shepherd. I just finished that. Yeah. One. I don't know. I I like how I like how they introduce different lanterns. Yeah, like the one the Green Lantern that looked like a broccoli broccoli head. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh, is it? Wait, there's, then there's the act of volcano green. Yeah, the been, right. <laughs> that one's weird. Yeah. <laughs> then you got then you got the um like a catator type one. <coughs> yeah, like the, the yellow yeah. bird guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll try for a few issues to see if I like that. What's the um the virus? Yeah, the Flim, virus Green Lantern. Flim Flim Flops, it's kind of. Oh great. yeah, I remember. It's kind of Grant Morrison's kind of like a. Like s- certain bands, like you like their older stuff, but then the newer <laughs> stuff's like meh. I agree with that. Yeah. So, but if I, after talking about this, I think comparatively, I think Scott Snyder is like one of those more overrating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's done enough good stuff yeah. to make him. Yeah. Yeah. But again, I would send people back to his older stuff. Right. But still, yeah. he's done good yeah, stuff. Yeah. Um, well, that's, so yeah, but that's when he's in his prime. I mean, everybody loses a step when. I didn't. Not, not, <laughs> I lost Okay, seven. Captain Brain Fight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, great. Now I have a new nickname. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it, it's not just right. It's, yes, I was going to talk about that. And I'll be the first one to point out Neil Adams. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, his art is. Yeah, no. definitely. It's not as tight as. I mean, it's, it's, his art's good, but. That whole yeah. Batman Odyssey oh, fiasco. Yeah. Batman Odyssey and Plus. Superman Rise of Superman. Yeah. I like this. I like the uh, Superman more than Batman, but I all I like his the recent Dead Dead Man than all oh, three yeah, of them. I miss that one. Yeah. See, for me, for artists, I I do not like John Romita Jr. A lot of people, I like him. I don't like him, and I, like him I do I not think, like I his think, I think the work he did on Spider Man. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Maybe. So maybe he's another one. Now his art's drastically changed. His yeah. Art is yes. A lot looser now. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. See, I don't, yeah, I don't like him now, but I'd have Klaus to. Jansen. Yeah. So going back to Neil Adams, I wouldn't say he's overrated. I mean, I think that the stuff he did in no. his youth was right. right. Exactly. But uh, what I I'm just saying, think what he's doing now. Yeah. <laughs> I think, well, right. What he's doing now, I want to call it trash, but I wouldn't say it's, I wouldn't say it's his prime work either. I think yeah, because. I think he's trying to hold on. You can take. I mean, if he if they said Neil, we need like twelve covers, variant covers, mm. certain books. When he did that whole run, you know how they had, yeah. you know, but he did he did the tribute ones, the tributes yeah. of his own yeah. of his own artwork. Granted, it could be it could be the inker's fault. Like my other than Batman two fifty mm. joke on the Ace of Batman, right, right, right? yeah, all time favorite. Next one was Batman two thirty sleeper. Yeah, each one of those he made change. Right. They weren't exactly. But what I'm saying is it either he was stroking out when he was drawing Dick Grayson <laughs> behind the Reaper mm-hmm. or the artist or the Eater just sucked. Yeah, it's a possibility. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I can't think of anybody else I would call overrated though. I think for me. And then yeah. and then I kinda rolled back on Grant. Well, I haven't I haven't seen any of his stuff recently, but I've never been a big fan of Rick Remender either. Yeah. Oh, Who's that? Render. He's written. Like, yeah. Actually, did he write? Did he write? Yes. I don't know if his involvement is. It works better as a TV show. I haven't watched it. Good show. The over the most overrated artist that I cannot. Here we go. Stand is Lightfield. Cannot stand him. I don't like. Him. I don't. I think the only thing I think the I, only, I thing, don't I, like only thing I like about him is the fact that. He, him? I, I don't like. I don't, it's not that I don't him? like him as a person. I just I, you're right. I don't like him as no. art. Yeah, his, his artwork, artwork is, is horrible. Him, he is overrated. Eric Larson. I like Eric Larson. I like Eric Larson. Yeah, the Dickens you said. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it up. I'll put you to see. Hey, but it's alright because it's you know it's in your opinion. And who's the guy that the artist that did Shadowhawk? Oh, um, yeah, I know exactly. Who yeah, Silvestri. Uh, nope, Silvestri nope. did a uh, cyber. It's that his last name started with a a P Palab Palabo yeah. or yeah. Wint? Yeah, yeah, Palibo. No. A Weiss or Wint? No. I'm using the power of you. As we speak. I've typed the word Shadowhawk and I have Shadowhawk is a fictional comic book vigilante anti hero created by Jim Valentino. Jim Valentino. He was first advertised in the Malibu Sun free promotional magazine in May of nineteen ninety. Right. Granted this the character concept was pretty was cool. Yeah. It's just I couldn't get into the artwork. Yeah, I went to a convention, in Pennsylvania, the year. Give a picture of Crossman's, but now yeah, Eric Glasson, didn't he do Savage Dragon? Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah. You know, Savage Dragon is the longest running continuous comic right yep. now. Other than no, no image, the longest running continuous really? comic. Period. Period. Out period. Of everything. Out of everything. There's been no. There's been no number changes or anything. No Just breaks. No, no nothing. breaks. No nothing. No volume. What numbers he on? <sighs> Not too sure. But he's also aged his characters up. Uh, yeah. So uh, well, Savage what about Dragon Spawn. Spawn's Sav- still going. Right, but there's been changes. Yeah, I think I don't, know. I don't think so because they're they're mark they're reaching the three hundred mark pretty soon. Yeah, but there was something. There's a, there's a reason why Savage Dragon. Yeah, I'm trying to look at them, and I'm trying to stall. Savage Dragon <laughs> is the longest running American full color comic to feature a single artist or writer. There, yeah, oh, that's cool. it. All right. Yep. The character was also adapted into an animated series. I haven't read Savage Dragon in ages. Yeah, I haven't either. Nobody has. No, uh, that's why he's. That's why he's still, still. He's still doing it because yeah. nobody else had going to hire him to do anything else. <laughs> yeah, but he uh, he's aged up. His like like Savage Dragon has been married, had a kid. His kids aged up naturally over the course of time, oh, as wow. opposed to getting sent to the future and brought back. Yeah. <laughs> we won't mention any names. Cable. Like everybody, X-Man. any 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 child character in, in Jonathan comics Kent that they want to age up. Is, is is either done Jason is, Todd is either sent to the future and comes yeah. back like shortly afterwards or dropped into limbo or time runs mm. like any way they can put them into a space where time runs differently and they're like oh I'm back dad I'm 18 now <laughs> see now I have to disagree with you on the Rob Liefeld on one thing I don't think he's overrated because I don't think he's that highly regarded highly regarded I think he's not also at, at least in, still, I think he was but I don't think he is anymore. In the 90s, for some reason, the whole world loved him. And I don't know why. Right. There was this guns didn't look like guns. Bodies didn't look like bodies. Pouches. Pouches. So many pouches. So many pouches. So many pouches. pouches. Big guns. No feet. No feet. Every face looked exactly the same. Yep. Yep. That's the thing. You can always tell when it's a Liefeld, but it's not in a good way. Yeah. yeah. They would just have like a... They wouldn't even have a nose. It would just be like a lie. Yeah, yeah. On the, the only reason why he's still around is because he's a creator of Deadpool. Mm. Yeah, I mean, they have, well, when he he doesn't. Oh no, he's coming back to Marvel to do a book. Yeah, yeah, that major, major X. Major, major X. X. Yeah, no, he's covered in X's. Majorly, you know, you know damn well he's going to team up with freaking Deadpool because everybody. Teamed <laughs> I'm up sure with he will. Deadpool. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure, sure he will, will at some point. Uh, I can't think of anybody else that I would say is overrated. All right, well. I just wanted to get the whole Scott Snyder thing off my chest. I agree. Not, I don't, I'm not <laughs> saying he's overrated, but I always meant to ask you two, what do you think of Alan Moore? I love him. Alan Moore, greatest American comic writer in our generation, period. Done. He's over the brain fire. I think Alan Moore... Maybe can, he drifted off to sea. ...can be a little overrated at times. Yeah? Yes. For example, saying he's the greatest writer of all time, I greatest, would not... Greatest current... Like in our generation, greatest comic writer of our, of our generation. Think, just imagine what comics, where comics would be right now if Alan Moore had decided not. He changed everything. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but there are, but that doesn't. I love like Watchmen and stuff, but yep. there are other things that I'm like, meh. Such meh. as. Such as. Uh, I never got into League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. I could never get into it. Part of that is that. And it's, it took me a while to go back and read a lot of it, but he puts a lot of prose into his into his writing, like like pages and pages. Of, yeah. Sometimes, mm-hmm. sometimes you have to kind of read that to better. Um, I like the fir- I like the first League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Um, I like some of the stuff he did over at his 
DC superheroes. What have happened? Mm-hmm. No, no. The Superman story with Mongol and the in the, the Black Mercy story. Mm-hmm. Did he do whatever happened to the Man of Tomorrow? Yeah, what happened? That was just the last Silver Age or the last, yeah, the last old Superman story before they relaunched into the John Byrne thing and right. they wrapped yep. up everything. Whew, I, love I love his Swamp Thing stuff. Swamp Thing. Um, but like the Killing Joke. Like uh, that. Didn't he do the Book of Magic? I like the Killing Joke, but there are things about it that I would do differently. Yeah. The the origin of the Joker. Oh, I like the. Uh, I didn't. But anyway, I would. I wouldn't have unless they unless they had a parental advisory. Mm. The panel where he after he shot Barbara Gordon, right? Where he was just where he was undressing her and taking her pictures. Right, right, right. I wouldn't have done that. I could see. Yeah, right, you yeah. know. Right. I mean, it's way better than what they did in the cartoon. Yeah cartoon they had to add in that whole segment of batman sleeping uh, with Batgirl. yeah on the, on the rooftop yeah what? yeah what what it's the same it's the same with this that was me bouncing my head i off have the issues with the with the video of batman and harley where harley harley pretty much rapes dick grayson what was that in what are you talking about harley batman i didn't video. see that one i missed like that the, i'm gonna have a cartoon watch yes he's got him tied to the bed and she does his she has it away with them. Mm-hmm. Wow. So. Wow. All right. So. On YouTube. I think that was a good little talk about some overrated <laughs> creators. Uh, let's move on to our final topic of the evening, which is something that Paul was a little excited about, apparently, because he wrote up a whole thing on it. Team picks. Team picks. Team picks. All right, Paul, what do you got for us? All right. Go to like a questionnaire. Hmm, like questionnaires. All right. All right. Now let me just let me just say first of all, no. um, originally this came from Gail Simone. I saw this on Twitter where she had named a couple of teams and asked for the favorite member of that team, and we we talked about it off mic during the last episode. So we just kind of now we're just kind of doing it on mic. But Paul added to it, so I added some just some questions. Go like, for it. All right, what are your top three superhero or? Like agencies, mm-hmm. um, teams of all time. Top three of all time. Superhero Stein. teams or agencies or, or agencies. So no, like either team or Argus Shield, Justice League, Avengers. Yeah, whatever. No, no, we said teams or yes. agencies. Yes, so yes. That's why I want to. I'm right. just saying as agencies. I mean, if you're just focusing on agency, that would be I, no, I, no, I, either or. I would just because sometimes you know some people I know don't like the whole Avengers or the whole Justice League, but they think that right. Checkmate or S.H.I.E.L.D. is a lot cooler because it's more believable. I do not want to meet the person who doesn't like Justice League or yes, the Avengers, yes, but thinks that Checkmate is the good. <laughs> hey, I like Checkmate. I would have said Checkmate. <laughs> I think Checkmate was an underrated, underrated book. Um, What's yours? Going like three, two, and one. Oh, we're doing three of them? Three, two, and one? Yeah. Did Johnny understand? All right, um, number three, Midnight Suns. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. All right, that's good. I like that. I like the. I used to love the Midnight Suns. Number two. Good. Should I keep going? Oh, go. Yeah, no, do do three, two, one. Three, right. two, one. Okay, Midnight Suns. Um, boy. Yeah, Johnny on this. <laughs> uh, the Justice League from the Justice League International days, and number one, Next Wave. What? Next wave. 
my goodness. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, my number one favorite. It doesn't matter what. I'm gonna say Agents of Atlas. Agents of Atlas, really? Yeah, oh, yeah I like that's good. That's the number one though, huh? Yeah, maybe not number one. That's a tough. I don't know if it's number one of all time. I'll let you think about that. Yeah, my, right. number, my number three would be Batman and the Outsider. Ah, good one, good one. Number two. Number two would have to be... Um, I figure it would have to be the Mar- it would have to be Marvel book. I'd have to say it's the Avengers. My number one. What? The Avengers was my number two. Just the Avengers in general, or do you want to pick a certain lineup? Well, that's what, we, that's what I was going to ask him if, if that, it mattered the time was, frame. I'm going to say the Avengers in general. That's question number two. I'm going oh, okay. to say the Avengers in general. Okay. And then I think my and then my and then my number one is the new Teen Titans. All right, so so I'll just say then. So number three is Midnight Suns for me. Number two is the Justice League, and um, number one. Yeah, Archie Pal and Gals. No, no. I mean, look at the title. I think it's. No. I think you're watching it after the Harley Rock. Uh, yeah, I guess I'll go with the Avengers. Yeah, Avengers is good. I think it's a good number. Yeah, mine. Um, Holy number God. three, the Defenders. Mm, good one, good one. Um, <laughs> Fantastic Four. Oh, yeah. Mm. And my all-time is the new team type. We'll get to you. Oh, now. we'll get to me. All right. Second question <laughs> is, did they have a favorite roster or incarnation? A different. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like membership, who was on right. the team at on, the on the ones on, on, on the ones that we picked? My first one's easy. Batman is the outsider. This has only ever been the same characters. Right. right. On, same on with that, me. Midnight Suns has only ever been one in well, incarnation. Really. Did they did they postpone the newest? They did. It's not coming out. No. They put it on. I think All they right. can't. What one? So the original. Uh, oh, Bat- oh, Batman oh that's the, right. Yeah. Did Batman they cancel the it? Yeah. I think it's canceled. Yeah. Yeah. So Batman and the Outside is the original team. So this that's one of the ones they come back on. All right. Avengers, the 80s team. So it's going to have. Wonder Man, Beast, Thor, Iron Man, Cap, Vision, Scarlet Witch, Dracosta. I think those were all Mantis. Wasp. I don't think Wasp was... Swordsman. Uh, yeah, but I don't think that they were on time. Uh, I'm specifically thinking about the time that the Beast and Wonder Man were on the team together. Oh, yeah. Because they, yeah. that's... They a, that, the buddy, buddy. Yeah. yeah. Those, guys were, those guys were on the team, and then you had Thor and Iron Man and Cap. Those guys... I'm pretty so, sure Dracosta wasn't... All right. So, of course, Midnight Suns is really only one. Well, there's been... Yeah. So I'll just go with them. Justice League, like I said, I'm going with the Justice League from the Justice League International Days. I used to love that. And Avengers, I'm going with New Avengers. That was when I really started. New Avengers were great. Yeah. New Avengers, like like the Illuminati. No, Uh the New Avengers are like uh, Luke Cage, Wolverine, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Great. That was Bendis. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Bendis. And I didn't do my number one. My number one Titans is a formation. And Starfire, the girl. And Beast Boy. That's what what my number one was. Um, my number three was the original defense. Mm-hmm. Little mm-hmm. Surfer. Namor. Namor and Doctor. Yeah. Um Good choice. Good choice. On my Fantastic Four would have to be the Grey Hulk, mm. Spider Man, Ghost, Ghost Rider, Rider, and Wolverine. Wolverine. Yep. Might as well read a different book. Get out of here. That was a great that was <laughs> that a really great story. That's an excellent show. My favorite of Fantastic Four is not the Fantastic Four. <laughs> 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 that's that's just, right. That's exactly what you See, just when said. You, you that's said, right. You uh, said Fantastic Four, and I'm like, eh, but then you say that Fantastic Four, and I'm like, all right. And I'm not much. I'm not much of Avengers. I did like it when they had Ronan. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Though I didn't, and I liked it when they had, you know, when they they opened up the roster to everybody. Yeah. 
where they brought in Shang Chi. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So that was I would have loved to that see that was around them. the New Avengers time. Yeah, that was exactly instead of Hawkeye. Yeah. Instead of Hawkeye, I would have loved to see Shang Chi as Ronin because of the yeah. background. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's still early. You know, you people, you know how many how many people have been uh, Ronin? It was Hawkeye, the Blade, girl. what the girl. Yeah, the girl. Echo, I think. Or Echo. Echo was yeah. her first. Yeah. Um. All right. I'm a, I'm a, Blade was Ronan. Oh, I missed that one. I'm glad I missed it. <laughs> all right. I'll, all right. Maybe other than they keep trying to use Blade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, everybody. It's Blade. Blade. Hooray! <laughs> hey, you remember Blade? Top, <laughs> top three Marvel teams. Other than what? other than what I listed. Um, Agents of Atlas. You listed it. You listed it. No, I didn't. Oh, you. I took it, it off. Avengers. Yeah, I replaced it with Avengers. So, Agent of Atlas. Um, oh, I got it. That Fantastic Four with Wolverine and Spider-Man, Ghost Rider and everything. And uh, um, the pre-movie Guardians of the Galaxy. The original Guardian Galaxy? No. The one when they had Cosmo oh. and Mantis. and Yeah, so it was the one that, uh, I can't remember the writer's name. He's a- Abnett. Yeah, right. And Abnett. Yeah, took over. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. That period. So, favorite I mean, teams, but not. Does it favorite teams not listed? The ones we just said. Is that a marble. Top marble. Three top marble teams that you. So the number three is Thorcore. Ooh, <laughs> is what? Interesting. Thorcore. The Thorcore. Exactly. Thor, Thunderstrike. Uh, the, okay. Um, Beta, Beta Ray Bill. Bill Beta Ray Bill is yeah. on it for sure. <clears throat> and then some future kid that did. Um, the Black Order. Mm. And final team, I just had it. It was one of the uh, Great Lakes Avengers. No, <laughs> Detroit Avengers. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just, I just had a really good one in my head too, and I, and then I, I thought of the Black Order, and I haven't come back to it. Did you read? <laughs> did you read that Black Order miniseries that just came out? No, but I liked all the stuff that I've, re- I've read of them up until that. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember what it is now. I don't think they count as a team, but in my mind, they count as a team. Uh, Warlock, Gamora, the Infinity Watch. Yeah, but yep. before they were the Infinity One, right, right. When they right. were, when they were, when they were in the Warlock, right, 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 right. 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 Um, well, my three Marvel. That's a good one. Um, when when they rebooted it with Jim Lee drawing, instead it went, to, you know how it was the Uncanny X Men. Oh, they the X Men. X Men. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, the one with Cy- uh, Cyclops, Beast, Wolverine, yeah. Gambit. Mm-hmm. That was my third one. Excalibur. <laughs> was number two, mm-hmm. and then my first one was Alpha Flight. Oh, I love Alpha Flight. Flight. Yeah, the original. Yeah, I was about original. to ask him what Alpha Flight. Yeah, the original. <clears throat> All right, top three DC Outsiders. Um, the Super Pets. No, I'm just kidding. Yes, the Super Pets. <laughs> um, uh, jeez, I can't think of any other. And it has to be stuff that we haven't already said, huh? Is that what you're saying? Um. Yeah, Oh, this makes me look ridiculous. Mine doesn't fit. Uh man. Teams I got. Legion of Doom. It could be yep. built. It could be built. Yep. Mm. Mm. And um Justice League Dark. Okay. Which iteration? The original. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's one thing. Mine was three challenges of the unknown. Two was um Justice League Dark. hmm And my first one was the Justice Society of America. Ooh. There you oh. go. I'm going to tag on that. That'll be my number one. The Jeff Johns version. Yeah. I liked how they showed the, it was a similar, but it was also the different, mm. like, weaknesses and powers, like right, Green right. Lantern, Alan right. Scott. 
Yeah. Compared to Hal Jordan and the rest of them. Oh, was this back when he was... Jay um, Garrett. When his weakness was wood? Yeah. <laughs> no, wood! Stay out of the forest. I will attack you with this board! So you saying we can take him out with a number two pencil? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I got a splinter. I'm out of the game. Beat him to death with a baseball bat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, my, my, my top DC ones, I guess, are it is. Huh? Uh, well, number one is Justice League. Number two would have to be probably Justice League Antarctica. Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot about Justice League Antarctica. Yeah, no, I didn't think. <laughs> dark stars. That's the, it. The dark stars. <laughs> yeah. Dark stars. We should make make that our last one. We can do that. All right. So that'll do it for that. We will continue that topic next month. Our team picks. It's a good like one. That. Yeah. Some good stuff. Good questions there. Good question. Um, so I guess that'll do it for our episode this week. It's been a fun one, certainly. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like this. Um any uh any last words? Anything else you want to add in before we leave? Um yeah, not that I can think of. I mean it's, uh, it's summer's summer's like coming up and that's when uh, a lot of good stuff usually comes out. So yeah, yeah. I'm hoping they're interesting. So I'm really looking forward to the Savage Savage Avengers. That's yeah, I my, am too. That's yeah, the my, to my that. Marvel book I'm reading. Yeah. We know you're looking forward to the War of the Realms coming up. Not even a little bit. <laughs> if they, if they, are you are you even going to glance at it? Or yeah, because I have to put it on the shelf. What? Well, <laughs> you be looking at and the I have good to, part and I have to it. ring it out when people buy it. Yeah, but I mean, will you look through it? I look through even it. just I look through it. It just seems like feels like a money. They always do. <laughs> it, basically, it's a yeah. But uh, yeah. Anything else you want to say, Paul? Nope. I'm pretty good. I'm good. All right. Well, as always, thank you, gentlemen, for coming, for joining me. I like these little monthly comic casts that we do. Yep. Thank you very much. Nice to talk some comics. Um, And uh, we thank you all for listening out there in listener land. And uh, until next month, good night, everybody. See ya. Take care, guys.